0: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters.
1: Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying
0: truth. And pursuing
1: clarity. Kevin McCullough, now.
0: Got a lot to get to today. We will uh, have a parenting tip or two with you. uh, Shelly Goldberg with us uh, today. Also, a major story about Christians' homes being burned to the ground uh, in a country in which uh, it had been relatively quiet in recent days. We'll tell you about that coming up next. Glad to have you with us, and uh, welcome aboard for the Thursday edition. We've got a lot to get to, and per usual, Shelley Goldberg will be here. Um, The first time I heard the term that we're going to talk about today, I knew exactly, even though I'd never heard the term before, I knew exactly what it meant uh, to deal with what they call the monkey mind. It's actually a, a Far Eastern term. Uh, that came out of Buddhism and then the Chinese and the Japanese adopted it kind of more culturally. But if you, uh, if you feel like there are days when you just (laughs) have so many things jumping around inside your head, I think that's going to be a beneficial conversation a little bit later on. Um, and especially if you have kids that uh, that have the same kind of issue. That's the goal. Um, but we're also going to go to uh, Pakistan and speak with uh, Joel Velcamp of Christian Solidarity International. Major story out today in the mainstream press um, reported in a couple of outlets in which there were a couple of men that were accused of desecrating a Quran in Pakistan. That's a majority Muslim country uh, and to desecrate the Quran in a Sharia controlled universe. You can kind of expect that's not going to be looked upon kindly, Uh, but it was just accusations. Nobody proved anything. In fact, they can't find the two guys that they're accusing of doing this. And nine churches and twenty five hundred homes have all been burned to the ground because a mob got mad about it. And they've arrested some of the people from the mob. But uh, want to talk with uh, Christian Solidarity International's Joel, Dr. Joel Velkamp, uh, as he's got more insight in terms of what's going on there. Uh, but really, very stunning story out of Pakistan today. Uh, and we'll we'll f- follow that and watch that for you in the days to come. President is out today. He's, he's uh, announced that he is going to finally go to Maui um, sometime next week. <laughs> it's been... More than eight days now, nine days, almost ten, and they're still having trouble getting federal help. Uh, Actually, the churches in California have been the biggest source of help for the people in Hawaii, Um, and I I feel like that's fantastic. But, you know, if it weren't for Dr. Greg Laurie and a a couple of others, Jack Hibbs and some others, uh, there'd be almost no supplies going in there. And we have a military base less than 100 miles from the main part of the damage uh, in Lahaina. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of interesting. But the president's announcing he's, he's finally going to go there sometime next week. Um, okay. Usually, as we had reported on this show just two days ago, it's FEMA's policy to have supplies and help on the way within 24 to 48 hours of the national emergency declaration being made couple of interesting things going on in the courts, uh, the DC court of appeals with a bit of a victory. Um, they found that the city of Washington, DC all but abandoned enforcement of defacement ordinance during the black lives matter protests in 2020, but they went after pro-life protesters who used chalk outside an abortion clinic on the sidewalk. So, The D.C. U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit said that Washington, D.C. discriminated against pro-lifers that used chalk, which washes away with rain, when they arrested pro-lifers for uh, defacement of property and such. But they did not charge anyone in the BLM protests and riots in 2020 in which not only was there defacement, there was massive property damage. The court agreed that Washington, D.C. selectively enforced the anti-graffiti ordinance and found numerous examples. Uh, The defense attorney, um, Maria Medvin, said in 2020, D.C. police arrested pro-life protesters for chalking black pre-life, black pre-born lives matter but never arrested any BLM protesters for covering streets, sidewalks, or storefronts with paint, chalk, and other things. Today, after an appeal, the D.C. Circuit ruled that pro-life protesters plausibly allege that D.C. discriminated on the basis of the viewpoint that's selective enforcement of its defacement ordinance, and they're, they're, they're going to win some relief from that. So that's good. Uh, another kind of short win in the courts that I want you to know about, Alliance Defending Freedom reporting this, In a victory for women's health in a new unanimous ruling, the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit ruled Wednesday that the Food and Drug Administration must restore safeguards for chemical abortion drugs and disallow their shipment by mail. Now, you may remember that the president said, "Okay, uh, the court's going to say that there is no national right to abortion. We'll just lift all of the restrictions on chemical abortion materials and let them be shipped anywhere and everywhere. The circuit court, the fifth circuit court said, no, you can't do that. That's overstepping your boundaries. And they said that you have to not only restore the safeguards warning people. What, you know, of the consequences of using these drugs But in addition to that, you're not allowed to ship them to places where abortion is now illegal. So it's a big win. The court's ruling prohibits abortion providers from sending chemical abortion drugs through the mail, which the FDA had been allowing since 2021 in violation of longstanding federal law. And you know what this is going to be? This is going to be um, the left crying about how women are going to be deprived of choice. And anytime that that discussion comes up, the first question you need to ask is, what choice are they being denied? Well, they're denying the choice of being able to live their life without having a baby. No, they're not. What they're being denied is the choice to have wild sex without consequence and then live their life without having a baby. Whether you like that or not, it's still a choice. Their choice is not being preempted. The choice to kill the baby is being preempted. And there's lots of good precedent and reason for why we should not allow people to kill children. That, that's, that's well established. Live action said that um, the abortion pill uh, can the ab- abortion pill be reversed. Thousands of babies are alive today because of uh, one of the doctor's work encountering the effects of um, mefesp- mef- mef- mefesprastone. I'm, I'm saying it wrong, um, but using the natural hormone progesterone, medical professionals have saved about 4,000 lives uh, through the reversal of these drugs. So, Just some interesting headlines for you as we get started today and two kind of significant uh, wins in the courts. And friends, that's what we vote on when we vote for the president. We vote for judges and courts that will be assigned. Um, And thankfully, in the last administration, we got a number of really good pro-life judges appointed in courts all across the country. The Fifth Circuit, the, the, the U.S. Sixth Circuit. Even the Ninth Circuit, which used to be regularly overturned, they've got some good judges now. Anyway, Kevin McCullough coming right back. We talk next with Dr. Joel Veldkamp about the Christian persecution going on in Pakistan. Don't go away.
4: Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough
3: questions from people in Renault. With us, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul. In May, New York State launched a $175 million workforce development initiative. Tell us about this program
5: what we're going to be discussing with people all over the state is the ability for anyone involved in the whole idea of training workers for the jobs of today and for tomorrow, we now have money on the table to support that. A lot of people talk about workforce development and what it may mean, but we now have $175 million that the governor sought, that legislators all voted for. So what it's going to do is take us to the next level and allow New Yorkers to have the benefit of the most highly rated state-of-the-art skills training programs And at the end of the day, it helps them get a better job. It helps our employers. It helps the economy.
4: It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA.
0: Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98, are now only $19.98, and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow.
4: AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in, iHeartAlexa, or Odyssey.com.
0: All right, every week I promise you, you're going to get a real-life question answered by none other than Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan. And Mike, this week's question comes from John in Queens. He says, if we have property in Florida or any other state, can we add the property to our New York trust, and will the other state honor it? Mike Connors.
3: Well, the answer is yes, except when we're talking about Florida. Basically, the states are pretty much the same. So if you do a trust in New York and you transfer your Florida deed to the trust in New York, that will work. It will avoid probate and the heirs will get it tax free. There's no death or state tax in Florida, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, And if the federal amount is 13 million almost, so we're under those numbers, it'll go out tax free. Louisiana has slightly different rules, and if because it's their laws are derived from Napoleonic code, and they have slightly different rules on the inheritance of land. So it may not work in Louisiana, but otherwise, the answer should be yes. And if you do own real estate in more than one state, it's a good idea to put them in the trust. Because if you pass away and the deeds are in your name alone, we got to do a probate proceeding here in New York, a probate proceeding in Florida. And you're paying for two different lawyers in two different states, and that could get expensive.
0: No, yeah, that sounds like a headache. It'd be so much easier to have it in one trust. Yes. So, uh, friends, do yourself, but do your uh, in those who will inherit your stuff uh, a favor. Help them in advance. Put it into a trust. And if you need help on doing that, no one is better at that process than the good people at Connors & Sullivan. Here's their number, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. You can also send your questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. And then be listening as he answers uh, questions on his own broadcast as well, Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. And uh, Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, the answer. Mike Connors, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. We are proud,
1: proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to wear the uniform to be a soldier, to serve abroad
6: when and where duty calls.
1: We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to
6: serve, to fight. We're always ready, we're always there.
1: We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the
4: New York Army National Guard. The WMCA August ministry of the month is Summit Life with J.D. Greer.
0: Because Israel rejected Jesus, a lot of us Gentiles were able to find him a Savior.
4: Listen Monday through Friday morning at 530.
0: That means that even Israel's rejection of Jesus ultimately served a larger, better purpose, and that was the inclusion of lost nations.
4: Tune in weekday mornings at 7 to win a copy of his book, Essential Christianity, Summit Life, the August ministry of the month on WMCA.
1: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: all right my next guest is someone who's no stranger to the kevin McCullough radio and now television audiences uh, in fact just recently he visited with us to give us some good news about what the united nations had done by way of an important organization that i care very much about christian solidarity international uh, but this visit not surrounding as good of news and it's a pleasure to welcome back dr joel velkamp from christian solidarity hello joel hi kevin it's good to be here um i'm just hearing wind of this through some of the headlines on the salem news channel but the um there there there's an uprising going on in pakistan two christian men have been accused of desecrating the quran and there is widespread violence in the aftermath of this do we have any handle of actual facts of what happened
6: yeah we know that yesterday morning a mob of several hundred if not more than a thousand Muslims attacked a Christian neighborhood in a city called Faisalabad, and 2,500 Christians lost their homes. Um, they're terrified they can't go back. It's not safe for them. Many homes were burned down. Um, at least eight churches were burned, I believe, and it was equal opportunity. You know, The Catholic Church was burned, the Salvation Army Church was burned, the Anglican Church was burned. Um, it was just an outpouring of anti-Christian hatred. Motivated, like you said, apparently by an accusation that Christians had desecrated the Quran.
0: Now, let me ask you a couple of things about that, because, uh, first of all, is Pakistan considered uh, more of a Hindu state or a Muslim state in terms of its uh, kind of established religion?
6: Absolutely. It's, it's a Muslim state. Okay. Uh, the Hindu population is very, very small. It's about 98 percent Muslim by population. And the, the law protects islam and punishes so I mean, they blasphemy. have
0: full sharia what they would consider full sharia law in effect in pakistan
6: not to the same extent as like iran or saudi arabia but it is part of the judicial system and we see that reflected in laws like like the one that makes it a capital offense to insult the prophet muhammad
0: or and what do we know about the specifics of the circumstances that these two men are accused of because obviously uh, we in america know a thing or two about accusing people without any evidence of or proof of of actual deeds done
6: yeah you know we don't know what actually happened and i can imagine a whole range of possibilities um because the the environment that these blasphemy laws have created in pakistan makes it very easy to target people or to take people's land you just accuse them of blasphemy and a mob comes up and chases the people away and you get to take what you want so it could be that the accusation was completely made up it could be that um, an illiterate Christian person was maybe up uh, burning some garbage and in the garbage there was a page from a Quran and he didn't know it. It could be that um, any number of things could have happened here. We've seen it in the past there was a case where a young Christian girl with Down syndrome, um, a, a local Muslim leader in the community wanted her family's land. So he burned the Quran himself and stuck it in her pockets and then accused her, right? Um, so it's this atmosphere of like, total terror where this could happen to any Christian at any moment. And I doubt we'll ever know what exactly set this mob off, but it could have been anything.
0: The aftermath is, and I just saw an update, nine churches burned to the ground, homes for 2,500 people. Um, What does the government say about this type of thing? Obviously, they're not interested in equal protection. Do, Do the global governments have anything to say about this?
6: I haven't seen any meaningful statements from other countries. Uh, ironically, just today, Secretary of State Tony Blinken from the US congratulated uh, Pakistan's new prime minister on his new job, didn't make any remarks as far as I could tell about this, this huge pogrom against Christians in Pakistan. Um, the statements from the Pakistani government are more interesting. They, they condemned the violence and they have arrested a lot of the rioters, but the local police said they're also looking for the two Christian men who were accused. Like So they're also being hunted by the police. Uh, the victims, in, in a sense, also have to hide from the
0: police. If they've, if they've arrested the rioters, is there a chance that some degree of justice will be meted out here? No.
6: <laughs> Sorry to be so blunt, but uh, probably they'll be, be let go or maybe they'll make a show of a few individuals. Um, but the, the fundamentally unjust part of the system here is that Christians can be accused of blasphemy at any time. And then the full weight of society and the legal system comes crashing down on them, and there's almost no no protection.
0: Do we know if anybody has died in the violence at this point?
6: Not that we know of. We okay. think everyone got out in time, which is a, a blessing.
0: Are there any um, uh, faith organizations that are speaking out on this? I'm, I'm assuming Christian Solidarity International will release some sort of statement uh, about it. But are there, are, are, are there any church denominations? Is there anybody coming to the aid of these Christians?
6: Yeah, I mean, CSI is already providing aid to the Christians who are displaced during this violence through our local partners. Um, the, the bishop of Pakistan had a very eloquent statement, and I thought it was very courageous on his part. because It's not always so easy to speak freely as a Christian in Pakistan about attacks on Christians in Pakistan. Um, I'm sure we'll see other statements in, in the coming days, um, but certainly these people need a lot of solidarity. They need support from their brothers and sisters uh, in free countries like the U.S. and in Europe. Um, so our mission at CSI is to make sure that they get that support.
0: Is there any sign that they, um, that the violence will continue?
6: We never know. That's kind of the terrifying thing. Uh, the last 24 hours or so have been calm, I would say. Um, but this could flare up again um, if the police step too far in arresting perpetrators or if some local religious leader decides he wants to make a big deal out of this, he could flame it up again. We noticed in a lot of the videos of the attack that the attackers were chanting slogans for a particular Islamist political party in Pakistan. And this party is kind of a newcomer on the scene and they're trying to make a splash. So it could be that someone in this political party wants the violence to continue. and it's Is, going to find
0: is that to particular party happen. more radical than some of the older groups that are established? Yes,
6: yes. Um, you know, it's called the Tahrik al if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, yeah, extremists tend to compete with each other to see who can be more extreme. And
0: what What is good. some of the aid that Christian Solidarity is um, assisting with?
6: So far, we've been distributing cash to the families that have been displaced. Um, but uh, again, this just happened less than 24 hours ago. So we need um, our local partners to do an assessment, find out where these people are, where they've been displaced to and what they need
0: in those places i can well imagine it'll be but it'll probably be the usual housing food water
6: clothing, medical treatment
0: medical yeah. stuff yeah okay yeah, well friends you know uh, i strongly support uh, what christian solidarity does globally i think that they are uh, the tip of the spear in terms of the uh, fighting back against persecution particularly for people that are persecuted for their faith and um, if you want to make a gift, 888-342-1010, you can make that call right now, 888-342-1010. Be as generous as you can, and just let them know you want it to uh, help and assist the believers in Pakistan. You can also go to csi-usa.org and make a gift there as well. That is also effective. Uh, Joel Velcamp, Dr. Joel Velcamp, thank you for your time today. We appreciate the update. Thank you, Kevin. God bless you. God bless your listeners you got it 888-342-1010 friends 888-342-1010 or csi-usa.org kevin mccullough coming right back
7: No gimmicks is $99 a month and you can use any Medicare approved doctor or facility and you get 24 seven access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that'll pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about Metashare 65+. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55.
1: around New York today.
4: WMCA welcomes the new program, Summit
0: Life. These lips of mine are bold enough to cry for help. These hands of mine, weak and empty, are ready enough to be filled. This heart of mine, deceived and deceiving, is still desperate enough to yearn for paradise.
4: Listen to Pastor J.D. Greer weekday mornings at 530.
0: Only one God is God enough to give us that green and garden paradise. I am not. He already knows. And he says to me, I am.
4: Summit Life with Pastor J.D. Greer on WMCA. Listen to More Like Jesus with Pastor Dave Gustafson. 2 Timothy 3 again. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Tune in Monday through Friday evenings at 6.30. The benefit of studying Scripture is as we develop this habit and it starts to reshape our brains, it prepares us for anything that God might want us to do in life. More Like Jesus on WMCA. Most people fall prey to Satan's tricks, schemes, and deceptions, which hinders their walk with God. Pastor Ray Hagistilianos, Bible study host on More Than Conquerors, weekday afternoons at 2, has written a book called Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise, to understand the dangers and live in victory, to overcome every attack of the enemy and live a more blessed life. Get your copy now at PastorRayNY.com. Want more of AM570 The Mission and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for encouraging tweets, what's coming up on the radio, news from our ministries, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM570 The Mission. Come tweet with us. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store.
1: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to be back with you. It is time for our Parenting Express, where parenting expert Shelley Goldberg who was a parenting reporter for New York One for all those years, uh, rejoins us. And again, the the idea of this segment is to not overwhelm you with uh, things. Just just work on one little concept or idea this week to help your parenting be a little bit better and have a little bit, uh, I don't know, more meaningful relationship with your kids. That's the vision of why we do it. Shelly, always good to see you. You know, last time we got together, we were talking yoga.
5: That's correct. That's correct. And I was fascinated by what you had to say, Kevin. And you talked about how it came into your life and what yoga did for you. And I've been hearing more and more from friends of mine, from books that I'm reading, articles, having explored it a bit myself. But what we're trying to do is to give your audience tools. It's a toolbox. Yeah. Things that they can, you know delve into that will work for themselves and also work for their kids to make life more joyful, less stressful. So you mentioned monkey mind, and immediately I thought of, gee, random thoughts, racing thoughts, being (laughs) unsettled. And sure enough, um, monkey mind is a Buddhist term. And uh, then the Chinese and the Japanese kind of picked it up too. And it means unsettled, restless, confused. A strong wandering of the mind, and it certainly brings on an enormous amount of stress. And it's what the mind was meant, was evolved to do, because it keeps us safe by predicting, by looking into the future. What if? What if? What if? But sometimes it's on autopilot or it's working too intensely, and our children and ourselves, we become very stressed. Yeah. So you mentioned monkey mind and how it how yoga changed your life. And specifically in regards to monkey mind, I want to know all about. Well, you
0: gave you gave some of the background that I didn't know about the term itself. All I know is, is that um, one of my instructors uh, frequently refers to the monkey mind. And uh, again, uh, there's a lot of uh, kind of mystery and mysticism about yoga. I'm not into the Eastern meditation. I got some response from our last segment and you know, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a Bible believing Christian. Uh, I practice yoga because I believe that the idea of uh, being still and using your body in a healthy way uh, to, um, to make it healthier and to do all those things is all very, very good for me. But this term monkey mind, the very first time that my instructor mentioned it, it just came out of her mouth. I was like, I know exactly what that is because, um, and I've had today, I've had a good, a, a good, uh, you know, amount of it. Uh, I've, I've got, you know, 25 different things to do. I did not write down my list as diligently as I should have. And so much of my morning, my, my mind was jumping over onto this pile of stuff and then it said, Oh, you haven't done that yet. And then you got to go over here and do this and turn in that promo and don't forget about this interview. And, da, da, da. and it is, it is kind of that manic. If you think of, um, uh, you know, in a, in a movie or in a, in a you know story where monkeys get loose and, and they just start throwing things everywhere. That's, that's what the brain is like. If, if you, uh, if you allow it to be, and you allow the, the circumstances and the things to just kind of overwhelm you. So part of the uh, beauty of what I do in, in at least my practice of yoga is to try to be very still uh to be actually physically still the the bible tells us be still and know that he is god uh this this is where one of those points where i sit and i and i i think about you know other people may think about you know eastern mysticism or whatever else i think about god and i think about uh what he wants me to focus on and and what type of person he wants me to be and i start rooting back into The core belief systems, which is what yoga allows you to do, it allows you to tap into what you truly hold to be important and true, and to and to and to clear everything else away and to focus on that. And for me, the monkey mind is something that I have to fight regularly, because my brain, I can be Shelly dead asleep at 230 in the morning. And my monkey mind will turn on and wake me up out of a dead sleep because there'll just be 17 different things that just pop in. And, you know, it's, it's, it, did you do this? You can think about that. What about this over here? You haven't written this yet. You got to do this column. You got to go do this interview, you know, and, uh, at the end of the day, um, I want, I want all of that along with the, a lot of the rest of the noise of life to be quieted and to be, um, tampered down. And so sometimes that I can just go back to sleep, um, uh, in the mornings, um, but that is, in my experience, that what is that is what the monkey mind is like in my uh, day-to-day existence. And I, I firmly believe that there are lots of us that struggle with it all over
5: the place. No question. What you're describing, uh, probably that's 95% of the people that I know. And uh, yes, I think most people struggle with that and all the time. So I'm curious, what is it about? the practice of yoga i mean how do you incorporate that into your daily life or even when you wake up at two o'clock in the morning what are the steps that kevin and and i'd also like to know how long did it take you until you you saw that this this was working for you
0: well hold on and i'll tell you we're uh, gonna go extra innings with uh, shelly goldberg today on the monkey mind don't go away Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98 are now only $19.98, and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19. 98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the My Pillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other My Pillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in My Pillow's history. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow.
7: Maybe you've heard about MediShare and you know what it is. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. But you've wondered, can I really save a significant amount of money on my monthly health care bills? And the answer is an emphatic, yes, you can. You can save a lot of money. Whether it's just for you or for an entire family, MediShare has an option for you. In fact, the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. very refreshing right now. If you want more info, it's so simple. You can get a price within two minutes. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE.
4: Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on wmca.com. Tune in Alexa
0: or odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Does elder care or state law ever confuse you? Does me. That's why I'm glad Mike Connors is available to answer your question every Thursday on Kevin McCullough Radio. Just send him your question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call 718-238-6500. You can get your questions answered here on Kevin McCullough Radio. And he will also uh, answer them on his show, Ask the Lawyer. that Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and FM 102.3 The Mission, WMCA. And Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970 the answer imagining more for your child's
8: education hi i'm christopher Sanctis, and as a dad of three students i found more at gateway academy at the academy faith and character are just as important as academic success because educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all this is why my children attend the academy a daycare through high school offering children a safe environment Christian worldview and academic distinction. The Academy now has a new facility called the Dominic and Baron DeSanctis STEM Center to provide experience based learning in areas like drone technology, computer coding, and 3D printing. Learn more by calling 718 966 8695. That is 718 966 8695. Gateway Academy in Staten Island. Think believe, and become.
1: Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find Truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All
0: right, uh, we are... Talking about restlessness, actually, with Shelley Goldberg, Um, the monkey mind is how the uh, Eastern writers talked about it. uh, And the very first time I heard that term utilized in my yoga class, I knew exactly what it was talking about, as we were just saying in the last segment, the jumping around, the scatteredness, the manic kind of uh, too many things to juggle in your brain at the same time type of thing. And how do you control that? Well, as I mentioned, I'm a Bible-believing Christian, so I believe that there are times to be still and to know, and I believe that there are times when um, we would all be benefited by that, whether we are people of faith or not. But in in my personal practice of yoga, uh, I have learned to uh, enjoy that aspect of being still. And, Shelley, you asked how it's impacted me. I began to see some improvement immediately. But I would say the longer that I've done it uh, and, and other people that I've spoken to, Dan Butterfucko is a good lawyer friend of mine. He he said the same thing. You begin to see the impact and, and feel the impact immediately. But for the long term kind of deep benefits of some of this, which is really not it's not the reinvention of anything, Shelley, this is this is old fashioned stillness. This is old fashioned calisthenics. This is old fashioned. Uh, you know, exercising, combining breath with movement and putting things together. Um, But it is in the doing it consistently and over time that you begin to see those benefits kick in. And so, yeah, I would say that immediately I saw some health benefit. But over time, the ability that I've had to be able to let my mind not be overtaken by all of the worries of the given moment and to have some degree of clarity in the midst of a heated argument or in the midst of a stressful situation or in the midst of uh, dealing with something that I don't want to deal with, but I'm being forced to at that at that point in time. That's where the benefit for me has been the most impactful because I'm able to uh, kind of see my way through, okay, we're arguing about this now, or this stress is on me now, or this deadline is right in front of me now. Um, but I don't have to succumb to the uh, the the panic or the manic urgentness of all, all of it. I can I can I can still concentrate, breathe, and move, wow. and get and work my way through it without uh, you know losing control.
5: Well, that's very interesting. I, I um, when I was doing some reading on this, Kevin, there, there were two phrases that kept popping up. I don't know, uh, asana and yep. pranayama.
0: Well, pranayama is your is your breath and asana are your poses. So combining breath with your poses is technically the definition of what makes up yoga. It's combining breath with movement that is, you know, allows you to take the shapes that you take and, and do the other things.
5: Okay. So what I got from that is that by totally focusing on what your body is doing, that's the asana part. Mm-hmm. Or the pranayana or focusing on your breath refocusing yes is this a matter of refocusing kevin so i that would by say refocusing- so and
0: that's one of the things that my instructors in fact i can testify to this absolutely because after having taken yoga for a couple of years you, you hit a you know you hit a life crisis or whatever and what do you do shelly whenever you're scared when someone jumps out of, of of a closet and scares you what's the first thing you do <gasps> you stop breathing you, you, yes you, and and the ability to continue to breathe, to be proactive about it, to be forethoughtful about it, to say, I'm going to breathe through this uh, process, uh, it allows you to not let the emotions take over, but instead to uh, focus on the, um, the reality that you're going to breathe. And then you're, you're going to take action. You're going to take a shape of some sort um, in life, just like on the yoga mat.
5: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Kevin, and you're listening to something else. Uh, when you look at what they're doing in, in uh, clinics and in therapy, all different kinds of therapy uh, and different modalities, it's very much they, they might not call it yoga. They give it other names, ACT, cognitive therapy, right. uh, or someone will advise a client to go running or to spend more time exercising. But it comes down to focusing on the breath or and or physically engaging in something so that your mind is refocused. I mean, that, that is it's not always the case, but I would say 50 percent of what's often recommended involve, involves those, those two modalities. Well, because
0: God made us physical creatures and breath is the thing that powers our every moment and movement is a sign that there's life in the body. So we're we're simply engaging the mechanisms that he gave us to be able to deal with the good stuff and the bad stuff and everything in between. We just okay. tend to forget when the bad stuff comes. So it's good to remind ourselves, hey, take a deep breath. That, that's oh, why I mean, yeah. many times people will say, hey, just calm down, take a breath. Well, that's probably what we need to do.
5: <laughs> so, so that's why it's in our vocabulary. Those phrases, calm down, take a deep breath, deep breath. relax. It's coming back to to breathing with what, what, yeah. what makes us all alive, you know, do you do, you do any of this with your children? Is, it, is this something that you, you can do with your, your Actually, kids? Actually,
0: I don't really put it in the context of yoga with them. They do some of the cosmic kids yoga on the, on the YouTube, but for the most part um, when they have difficulty, you know, the first thing we'll do is of course, try to get them to, uh, to isolate, to calm down, to take a breath, to explain to us what they're concerned about. Um, so it's more of a practicing of just doing it in life with them than having them to think about, you know, what, what are you doing right now? We're re- we'd rather get them in the habit of just doing it. Um, so that they, you know, Hey, I should just take a breath here. Think about it before I re before I react with anger. Let me make sure that I take a deep breath and think this through. Um, a lot of problems would be solved, Shelley, in this world, if people did that more. Agreed. Agreed. And, and by the way, the
5: more, the less stressed out mom and dad are going to be, everyone should always remember, the less stressed out your kids are going to be. Yeah. So this is this is great information uh, for mom and dad because it, it will definitely affect your kids and translate Agreed. Uh, into good stuff.
0: All right, yeah. Shelly, always appreciate it. Thank you so much.
5: Thank you for sharing, Kevin You got great, it. Great information. And we may thank do you.
0: another week on this yet because I understand Forbes did a big article on it. We, we may talk about that next time.
5: They did a great article on ways to quiet the monkey mind. Fabulous <laughs> article. Eight different ways that, that we're going to add to what you just I'm probably going to
0: learn a lot next week, so I'll make sure I show up with pen and paper. Shelly Goldberg, as always, thank you. Thank you. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.
1: If the last few years have taught us anything, it's to adapt to change and adapt quickly. Hey everyone. This is Mike.
4: And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. And yes, there are more changes coming if you're looking to refinance your home. New guidelines are coming out in the near future that are going to make it more difficult to refinance and get the equity out of your home.
1: That's right. If you have thought about getting some cash out to pay off bills, do some home improvements, or simply have a little bit of a safety net while we navigate through these tougher economic times, it's time to do so right now.
4: Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com and get that free mortgage checkup and make sure you and your family are in the best financial situation possible.
1: That's 800-804-SAVE, 800-804-7283 or online at
2: fellowshiphomeloans.com.
4: Fellowship Home Loans, welcome,
2: welcome home. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 819382.
7: Let's face it, talking about life insurance is never easy. But after we watched a close friend lose her husband with no insurance, we decided that wasn't going to happen to our family.
8: Yeah, but shopping for life insurance can be almost as difficult as talking about it.
7: But then we heard about Ethos Life Insurance. They're a new kind of life insurance built for people on a busy schedule who don't have time for unnecessary doctor's visits, fine print, or hidden fees. You know, who want to keep it simple.
8: I couldn't believe how easy it was. We answered a few basic questions, and within minutes, we had an estimate of what it would cost and what sort of policy made sense for us.
7: I never imagined life insurance could be so affordable.
8: And accessible.
7: The peace of mind knowing that our future is secure, it just removes a lot of the fear around getting older and...
8: Yeah, the unexpected.
7: I'm glad we talked about it.
8: I'm glad we went with ethoslife.com. Go to ethoslife.com now for your free estimate. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com.
4: ethoslife.com. Like AM 570 The Mission? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook so you can find daily encouragement in your newsfeed, share your thoughts about the mission, read inspirational articles, interact with our hosts, and find more information about our advertisers. Like us on Facebook today.
1: What you need to know, when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Um, You know, it's an interesting time in the media and in the cycle of the presidential race because you've obviously got all these indictments now against uh, former President Trump, and he's going to be fighting those charges in court battles. And then the other side has the guy that's there now. And maybe, friend, it doesn't matter to you if the guy that's there now just constantly nonstop, like it is impossible for him to, to tell the truth about anything. Maybe that doesn't bother you that he's the leader of the free world and our nation and is responsible for making decisions like about uh, nuclear policy, (laughs) judicial appointments and all that kind of stuff. You know, none of the important stuff of life. Um, but earlier this week when he said he was asked about on Sunday, you know, what do you say about the people that are suffering in in Maui. And he said, no comment. I I saw people that aren't even political on social media go, what is that? Like they, 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 there were people legitimately upset. Well, he's been out for the last couple of days talking. He's kind of on the campaign trail himself, I guess. I don't know when Joe Biden campaigns and when he doesn't, because he only has like 10 people that ever show up and at least eight of them are press. But, the New York Post pointed out yesterday that within 24 hours, just in one 24 hour period, just on the facts, this is not bias and spin or anything. This is just on straight facts. In one afternoon of four campaign speeches, Biden told false stories about all of the following his dad, his own birth his wealth, an Amtrak train crash that he supposedly saw that never happened, and the national debt. And all of them were blatantly, blatantly false. Um, here's here's the one about the train. By the way, the Pittsburgh is a
1: city of bridges, more bridges in Pittsburgh than any other city in America. I watched that bridge collapse. I got there and saw it collapse with over 200 feet off the ground going over a valley.
0: About He, 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 he wasn't there, and it didn't happen. Th- that is, <laughs> to me, that's just kind of pretty astounding stuff that you, with impunity, you just get to regularly just make stuff up just out of the clear blue. I mean, he knows enough about Pittsburgh that when he's talking to a Pittsburgh crowd, he's a oh, town of bridges. Yeah, it has bridges. I've been to Pittsburgh. I went through there on one of my book tours. It's kind of nestled in the sides of Hills. It's a very small city. It doesn't feel like a big city, but the fact that he just within one day, just everything he talked about was just, Not even remotely close to being true. And finally, a couple of people in the press are starting to notice and say, hey, maybe this guy doesn't tell the truth all the time. Uh, Some of us have been saying that since the campaign. Kevin McCullough, we will see you next time.